Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Well, we'll do the online poll in a little bit on uh, Getsy and... We'll Eberfus find time for it. We'll and, find time and, for it. Fields, we're talking about the column that I wrote today, and just I talked a little about it before. Like I wrote the column yesterday, so it was already in the hopper. And they were editing it, mm-hmm. and it always comes out on Thursday. Could read it on uh, Shaw Local. I tweeted it out. There's like I want to say like 400 different responses on it. I had a talk with my wife last night about uh, the mentions and about. It's again. It's part of my mental health. She really is your therapist. Well, yeah, she I mean, really I, is. Then I, I said, "Look, God I, bless I, Allie. Like some of the things, and I, I still give it too much of a look because I, there are a lot of people that I love interacting with sure. online that I've become friends with online yeah. that I like the relationship with. That people send me stuff, good stories, and then there, there, there's just toxic. So stuff. let me ask you this: What's the thing that triggers you? I'll tell you mine real quick. It, it's what I said before. It's like when I'm accused of having a narrative or an agenda, or I like the word right, agenda yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, that then, triggers me. I don't care if the Cubs win or lose as a reporter. Now, I grew up a Cub fan. All my friends are Cub fans. I hope they win for them. But I don't have agendas. And I, I get accused of that. Oh, you want them to lose. No, I don't. No, I don't. I just want a right, fast game. Right, you know, right, the, right. the old well, media. Well, like, like the, the very in vogue thing is like your narrative. Right. Well, what what, it, what what does that mean? This is my opinion. Right. Like I don't have what 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 is what was my narrative in that? My uh, my narrative is I want a Bears quarterback to be great. I've never had that in my life. And like a lot of people like to say, "Oh, Bears media," or like you media people. Like the one approach that I've always taken with this job in mm-hmm. twenty five years, and and people who do listen. And and our fans of the show, whether you agree or disagree with me, like I, I'm totally cool with you thinking I'm a lunatic <laughs> and that my opinions are bad. That's fine, and and I, I'm good with it because I know, like again, that this is just fun. This yeah. is the toy department. This is this is sports. But like when you lump me in with Bears media, my approach has always been. I'm a Bears fan first, or I'm a Chicago sports fan first. I never, I never try to come at this as a, quote, media person. I host a show, sure. I've covered these teams, sure. But I always try to look at it from, I, I've, I root for, for the teams first. Mm-hmm. I'm not like you, right, where exactly, you have right. to yeah. be, be more uh, impartial yeah. and unbiased. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. I want what's best for our city. I want what's best for our fans. I want to win. I root for these players. I root for Justin. I root for Eberflus. I root for Poles. I root for all these guys. I When I host the pregame show, I'm rooting for the team. Like, there is nothing. I don't have an agenda. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I never want to start over. I want this to succeed, and I want to win championships. Yep. There's not enough winning in this town. And when when I feel like things aren't going good, like a lot of fans, uh, I bellyache about it. Or as some say, I whine about it <laughs> or I cry about it. But just like most fans, 
Um, when things are bad, I complain. When things are good, I don't. And like a lot of fans, we don't always see eye to eye on things. And that's the beauty of sports. But like, like keep it in context of that. Yeah, for sure. No, the debates are great. And, and that's the look, live sports is still the one thing left, right? That's why uh, ESPN pays all the money to air the game, all these networks, like, because it's the one unscripted thing left. And, it, and, and that means it's, it's up for debate. But it has nothing to do with agendas or narratives. It's what you feel in your heart. And uh, I, I, just, I think it's, it, it's, it's kind of cool that you start out, the biggest Fields fan have kind of been like, okay, time to move on. I was the opposite. And I'm like, no, let's, let's keep them. It's, it's fascinating how opinions evolve. You want another one? Like, 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 yeah. like people say, well, like, oh, you just never liked Fields. And like, you know. That is not true. Like, like I took a lot of heat over, and you know this, from yeah. his dad. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. For Chris Bryant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I loved Chris Bryant. He produced early. The the less Chris Bryant produced, <laughs> the less of a fan I became of his. Which seems kind of logical, right? That, when that, you produce, you get it, adoring fans. It's a production-based yes. business. Yes. I mean, sure, there are guys that you're always going to love through thick and thin. Right. Like, I Shorbs. tend... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that you just believe in through the ebbs and flows. But, like, I wondered... What the hell's going on with 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 Chris Bryant? Right. Like, why did Chris Bryant start out so so great? And why did he? And I remember I I was sitting in my gazebo watching a game one day, and I sent out a tweet. Yeah, Jimmy Greenfield, who used to work from the Tribune, really ripped me for it. And I'm like, has anyone fallen from grace more than Chris that. Bryant? Yeah, and, and like a lot of Cubs fans came after me for that, and I'm still kind of like I, I I'm st- like. We all we all agree now that Chris Bryant has fallen from grace. Yes, there's no doubt. Now maybe there's some mitigating circumstances. There's been some injuries. Well, I'm not saying it's, that there's right. not. No, I agree with you. Who's the guy that came on this air and said early on, "I've never seen a, a, a hall a, declared a hall of famer this early in his career." Like I couldn't find a track where he wouldn't make the hall of fame, which is insane because one percent of players make it. By the way, I have to send in my hall of fame vote by tomorrow. Um, I might need your help, but. I said. I said on the air. Do that on the air with us? No, we could do it. I I said it. I said it on the air. This guy will be a Hall of Famer in his like second year. I said that, and I couldn't have been more wrong. Couldn't have been more wrong. So yes, he has fallen from some grace. Absolutely. So so like there are guys that you totally believe in, and then and then they sort of change. And so like Justin, I thought was going to be can't miss, and I totally thought that Nagy screwed him, and I totally think that Getzey has not been. I thought Getzey was really good for him at the beginning. I thought what they did in the middle of the season right. last the new, year was... The New was, England game was in, in, incredible. Right. What they did out of that mini-buy was yeah. really, really good. And then there are some things this year that are not so good. But I also think there are things that Justin has done to himself yeah. or that Justin has done that, that he could be better at on himself. Which I agree with. My answer still is Shanahan took Garoppolo to the Super Bowl. So it can be done. Sure, and, and he's better than Garoppolo. Of course, coaching matters. I've never been a guy who has shied away from yeah, that. Yeah. Coaching matters. Um, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Would you rather today as well? Send us uh, the would you rather's. I don't. I have no clue what Jack's uh, Twitter is. I'll let you give this. Let me see if um, I got Charlie's uh, Twitter. Send it uh, with a hashtag uh, WS. Would you rather? To Charlie Bevins, who's in today for Meller at CR Bevins 11. You got it. 
Um, and then Jack McGrath, who owns the Lexus dealership, and Moonlight's uh, no, as a producer. No, you're not no. the Lexus guy? Unfortunately not, no. Uh, Jack McGrath TV, at Jack McGrath TV. Oh, TV guy, huh? I was thinking TV, and then I got the job in radio, and here I am. Are you going to change the uh, the Twitter I, I would have to, but isn't there only a certain amount of times you can you can change that? Now I don't want everybody to have my Twitter and then to change on them and them not know what it is now. So I think I'm just sticking with it for, for a bit. So Jack McGrath TV? Yes, TV. All right, so those two, send your would-you-rathers there. You can win a gift card to the Pride stores. Uh, Jeremiah, you're on ESPN 1000 in Plainfield. What's up, Jeremiah? Hey, what's up, guys? Sylvie, I got to say this to you, man, and I'm going to say it like our parents used to tell us. I'm saying this in love. Say I love it. you, brother. Say it. All in <laughs> love. Peace All and love. love. I heard you say that the Bears, uh, I know about Justin Fields in the fourth quarter. I need you to understand, first of all, the Bears are at top the highest in the percentage of running plays in the fourth quarter than anyone else in the NFL. So that's play calling. That's coaching. The offensive line, you said, was built up. No, I have to disagree. Davis, he missed early. He had some things going on. He wasn't practicing. Braxton Jones has missed four or five games. Jenkins has missed almost half the season. You had a center who couldn't snap the ball. And you still have a – as good as Darnell Wright is, as great as he's going to be, he's still a rookie right tackle. So we're just getting there. Mooney, Darnell Mooney, he can't get separation. He's like Allen Robinson at the tail end of his career. Like we're, we're hoping – like his props are like 19 yards. It's that, That's not on Justin Fields. That's on the player. Also, my last point, uh, Caleb Williams, I'm not sold on him because yesterday I saw a guy named yeah, Miller Moss right. throw for six touchdowns. I think it's the system. It's more of the system. And I know Ryan Poles is a proactive guy. He does his homework way more than a reactive guy. And we've never had a, a quarterback that succeeded because we've never built it right. And I think Poles is building it right. Be patient, guys. You give away fields, I think it's going to set us back so far. It's a good call for my side of the argument, right? You yeah, can't. Jeremiah, that's it's, good. It's some good points, some very good points. Uh, I, like, I still don't know about Mooney. Like, I still think that there have been plenty of times that Mooney's open and he's not, yeah, not probably. been hit. Like, probably. all of a sudden now Mooney, like, I know he's coming off an injury, but now all of a sudden Mooney can't get open? Like, now all of a sudden Mooney can't, can't get the football? I, like, I wonder about that. Like, he has not multiplied Mooney. Now, now Mooney all of a sudden is Smith-Marsat? Like, what's happened to Mooney? The other part, too, is like the fact that DJ Moore has a thousand receiving yards and he's making a lot out of DJ Moore. That's not necessarily that great of a step because he's done it with so many terrible quarterbacks already. Like the fact that there's it seems like the way the offense is running with fields, there's only one mouth that can be fed. Like the best quarterbacks usually have. A receiver of a thousand yards and another guy around eight hundred. It feels like yeah, he, now he has gotten the ball to Cole Komet this year. He's got what seventy yeah. catches. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not. I wish. I wish like Darnell Mooney or some other receivers have been more involved. Right. I agree. Um, let's go to Jeff and Morris. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jeff? Hey guys, how's it going? We're we're good. Yeah. So uh, as far as yeah, just the last call or great call. Uh, as far as Mooney goes. If you look back last year, once he got hurt, he has not been the same guy since he tore his uh, what did he tear his ACL last year? Not a, no, not an ACL, right? 
Mooney, what was Mooney the injury? Something foot. Like I think it was. Yeah. It, it wasn't it a foot or an ankle, like a foot or an ankle. But I agree with you. He doesn't seem on. to have been the same. I agree with you. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not the same guy. But like, you know, Jesse, I heard you on with Yurko the other day, and like you said, you know, that drum needs to be beat till uh, you know there's nothing left to beat because Justin Fields. I mean, think of. Have you guys ever heard of such like? controversy in Chicago from a quarterback before ever. Yes, I think every time this comes up we've we've had it. I feel like No, I I mean as far as like talent, I mean no one cared when Mitch Trubisky left. No one cared when Rex Grossman left. You you didn't you know Jay Cutler, you couldn't wait for these guys to get out of time. Oh well the the, the the Cutler the Cutler debate was off the charts year yeah. year after yeah. year. I mean we argued about Cuddy all the time. But I guess the call Jeff is what you're saying if we cut ties, we're cutting ties with a talented quarterback that no one thought those other guys had that kind of talent. I said exactly. it poorly, but yeah, I know what you and, mean. And then, yeah, so and if you look at the teams, look at all the top teams right now. Look at the look at the um, Niners. Look at the Dolphins. Look at the Lions. Look at the Eagles. They just don't got one guy throwing the ball. They got great coaching. Okay, they got good schemes. And they have multiple weapons. They just don't have DJ Moore. Look at the running backs. And look, you know, at, look, at, look at the Chiefs. They have one weapon, and he's aging. And look what's happening there. Look exactly. what's happening there. Mahomes ain't Superman like you think he is. You know, and the, the true Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde's coming out. You see how many times that guy gets hit? He's crying. Every freaking play, he cries when you blow on him. Fields gets the crap knocked out of him, and he gets up, and he gets back in the huddle. That's He's who you tough. want being the Bears. I've never, like, I've never said that Justin Fields is not tough. Like, I've... I, he is. He's got multiple things to brag about. And what did Brock Purdy do? Waddle and Waddle and uh, Yurka were all over me. What did the great Brock Purdy do the moment he faced a good defense? He threw four interceptions, and I think all four of them, if I remember correctly, were just horrendous. The first two certainly right, were. He had a bad game. He had a terrible Let, game. As bad a game that Fields has ever had. Wait, wait. Are you arguing for or against the 49ers now? No. Before you were arguing for the 49ers. I'm arguing that their scheme and their coaching is amazing. That's what I'm arguing, that the last pick in the draft can look like an all-pro because Shanahan knows what he's doing, and they have multiple weapons all over the place, including a defense which takes pressure off. You didn't answer my question. Why didn't Trey Lance look like an all-pro? When he was draft, when they deemed him to be what the what was he the fourth overall pick in the draft? I believe well, third. Third. I, I think it went Lawrence Wilson Lance. I don't have an answer for that. But what I can tell you is that they're taking the last pick in the draft and doing what, good things with him. And it took Jimmy Garoppolo, who can't throw the ball, to the Super Bowl. But they didn't with Trey Lance. My buddy Barry in the South Loop. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Barry? Hey, guys. Happy holidays to you. You too. So a, a couple of things real quick. I want to piggyback on the caller before last, what he talked about with the offensive line. We look at Braxton Jones, and I know a lot of us want to say he's a pretty good left tackle. But if you look at what happened to San Francisco when Trent Williams went down, I think that had more to do with Purdy looking average than anything else. And so if we get Fields a real left tackle, I think a lot of these things that you're worried about, Sylvia, would kind of dissipate. The second thing, too, is is that we don't really don't have a, a secondary weapon to go behind him. I know that you know we're not going to draft uh, Marvin Harrison with the number one pick, but I would much rather go ahead and trade that number one pick, get a boatload of picks, throw a lot of money at T. Higgins, et cetera, and then build this team. Because if you think about it, right, if we started this year off and I said, hey, Sylvie, the Bears are going to double and almost triple their win total from last year. 
feels it's going to cut down on his turnovers, and we're going to have one of the top five defenses in the league. We would all consider that a win. Yeah, I and agree. And, and that's right. with and, leaving three more on the table that most years you're going to win one or two of those. Right. The, the one against the Broncos and I think the uh, the Lions were two games that we should have won. And the Browns. And so when you, when you sit back and you think about those things, right, we're on the cusp of greatness, right, and, and at least being a whole lot better than what we've been in years. And to reset that clock when it's not going to cost us a lot of money if we extend fields – for another year, I think it's only going to cost us like 20-some-odd million. If you get Fields, just think about it. If you get him a solid number two and, and a decent running game, even though we've got a good running game now, but I mean just a, a running back that puts fear in you, we would have an offense and a defense next year that coaches would lose sleep over. I'm so with I'm you, just Barry. Saying, I, don't preach, want to, I don't want to throw in the towel and get a new quarterback because Fields, like I said, I've been doing this for years. If you go back and you do your research, our franchise is miserable when it comes to choosing quarterbacks. I would much rather get a new offensive coordinator and kind of go from there. Happy New Year, guys. All right, Barry. Thanks for the phone call. Like, I, I get, like, the double the win total, but it was three and you're at six. <laughs> um, I, like, I, didn't, I don't think anyone thought from watching, I've always said, yeah. not only from the stats, and I, I gave you a lot of stats. Give you the fourth quarter stats. I gave you the passing stats. I gave you the production stats with the running in there, too that anyone thought that those would be Justin Fields' numbers from the quarterback rating, the QBR, um, the fourth quarter numbers. I don't think anyone going into the year that was a Fields supporter, including me, thought that those were the numbers and the way he looked going into the year. I don't disagree with you. I would say, though, more of his bad play was early. This team just didn't look ready to play out of preseason. You and I both complained about no reps in the, not enough reps in the pre. I feel like the first four to six weeks were just the whole team was crap, including him. But things have gotten Jesse, better. Did he do enough against Arizona for you? Thirty-five yards in the second half, yeah, ninety-seven passing. rushing. Didn't he have ninety-seven? He had a seventy-seventy passer rating. Wasn't great. Seventy-some passer rating. I'm, I'm with him. One of the worst bring defenses in, Mar- in the league. Bring in Marvin Harrison Jr. Teach the guy that you can throw some jump balls to these guys. Build a monster around him like the Niners have done with Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle and this defense. You can do the same thing with all this capital. All these draft, uh, you know, assets you have and cap space, you can do it. Can I ask you this, Jesse? Do you think the forty nine Kyle Shanahan specifically would he would he prefer to have Purdy over Fields, or do you think he would he would want Fields? I, I think it's an impossible question because under the system he's running now, Purdy looks great. But that doesn't mean that he wouldn't change his system or have a different system for Fields. You would expect that a great offensive mind can do things like that. Why did Taylor draft Fields? I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not saying he's a Hall of Famer. I'm saying he's capable, which is more than Trish, Mitch Trubisky was, or any of the guys that have come before him recently. He's capable. Matt in Kentucky, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Matt? How's it going, guys? We're good. I uh, just wanted to piggyback off of, of some of the previous callers here. Um, you know, obviously they mentioned Kansas City. Well, Matt Nagy's calling plays over there, so we see what's going on there. But if, if, I'm, if I'm having to make a decision, like Ryan Poles is going to have to make a lot of tough ones, I keep Justin, I trade back in the draft. You're going to have Washington or New England there that's going to be looking to get a quarterback. So you trade back, you get some future first-round picks, you build around Justin. Malik Neighbors or Keon Coleman will be there at three or four. You're still going to be picking between eight and 14. You can take a left tackle, get an edge rusher, build that defense or offensive line. 
you're going to be able to do a lot of things with a lot of that draft capital. You still got an extra year to look at Justin for more talent. You go after T. Higgins, Michael Pittman Jr. You add to that wide receiver room. You build that. You go out and get a center. We need a center. There's no doubt about that. Yes. So, I mean, I think the team is not far away, and our defense is there. I think, you know, look, I'm not happy with Getty's play calling in crunch time. You know, 227 left in the first half. We throw three pass plays. Why not run the football when we're running it down Arizona's throats? So, you know, I think that's a big question mark. Maybe you replace Getty. You look at Frank Wright. He's out there. He's mm-hmm. called plays. You know, that's a possibility. There. My guy Greg Roman is out there. Sure. I, I think the yeah. Reich thing may happen. Who knows? Like, if they keep, if they do keep Eberflus, like, the Reich thing Ooh. may happen. I think I like that. I think. Right. That, yeah, was I think his head, that was his head coach yeah, in Indy. Yeah. So, and, and like, so, he's I mean, getting yeah, paid. The only way I change quarterbacks is if, is if they entirely get rid of the coaching staff. Yeah, and then, like, again, that makes sense. Like, like the one thing, again, with, with keeping fields that I worry about is that that's his third offense. He's right. got problems processing as it is. Right. You're going to give him another offense to learn I, I, in his fourth year. The, uh, the, the phrase first year in the system really eats at me. I hate I, it. But if you change everybody, it's even worse. It's first year in the system for everybody. Reggie on the south side, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Reg? How you doing, fellas? We're good. Uh, my point is this. I can kind of agree and see both sides of the coin, but why not just be safe and actually just do both? Keep fields and draft the quarterback, Caleb Williams, or whoever you want at number one, and then give the quarterback a chance to develop behind fields you only got fields for one more year if he does what he's supposed to do then you can either trade either the pick or you can trade fields you could still get draft capital in the next year we're never going to probably be in this position again to ever have two first round picks this close and this high up in the same year right and everybody complained about oh we didn't take um Patrick Mahomes, we didn't take Deshaun Watson. Now that we have the chance, nobody wants to take the risk. Well, you're not going to get the reward if you're not willing to take that's the what risk. I, that's, what, that's my point. Yes. Okay, and you could end up with Ryan Leaf. Don't forget about right. that. Like, you're always <laughs> worried about failing them. I am because I have PTSD from all this. How many quarterbacks have we gone through? Your analogy about being mm-hmm. in... Because uh, 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 you keep picking the wrong one. During crosstalk, right your analogy one. of waiting in line for the ride and then it finally comes. Well, the ride is shut down. I say think of it differently. We have a capable one. Let's for once build a monster around him and and rise him up a little bit. I I, I was for the first way. I'm all for finding the quarterback that can make everyone better. Do you like your wife? It's been impossible. Do you like your wife? I love my wife. Yes. Is that your first one? It is not. Okay. <laughs> were you, were you, you were scarred over the first one? Sure. But you, you, went, you went to bat again, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. There you go. But I'm you stopping it, too. You're, of course you're stopping it, too. You got I can't it right. keep doing it. Do you see what happens when you get it right? Yeah, but, there, but how many times it. have we gotten it wrong? Uh, but yeah, I know. One quarterback in the first round is one of so the Super Bowls. we've gotten divorced 11. like 12 times, so we can't get married to 13. Uh, but we found a pretty good one. We found a pretty good one. <laughs> 
So let's let's build up the family. I don't know how the analogy. I don't know if go that analogy this. works let's or build not. Build the family I around the wife. On that one a little bit. <laughs> What's that? I don't want to lose the thread on that right, one. Exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, Waddle's world is coming up. More of your phone calls. Um, we got to ask Mays that question too. I know you guys. The wife it. question? Oh no! What? No, the not wife the wife question. question. The, the question: Can you do both? Can you can you keep? Uh, you can't do. You, I don't think you can. can not you, with a first round pick. You can draft a fourth round pick and groom him for Fields in case you need to replace. You don't draft Caleb Williams and keep Fields. It's not maximizing you your trade situation. Down and draft like JJ McCarthy later in the yes. first. I don't like uh, it in the first. No. Okay. No. No. Uh, we'll ask. You have you're to not maximize. Mays. I ask. Ask me. I know. All right. Sorry. All right, uh, are you doing a Waddle's World for I'm us? I'm going to attempt to do it. All right, let's see. Jesse's going to attempt to do Waddle's World. It's coming up next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? It's time to find out what's on Tom's mind. Is that why you're here? As we go inside Waddle's World. Waddle's World is brought to you by Wintrust Community Bank, Chicago's banks. To find to find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank, visit Wintrust.com slash find us member FDIC. I want to spend some time on this first topic, Sylvia. I want to get your thoughts. I, I may have a convoluted thought on this. Yes, you do. And it's it, it's 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 Florida State saying that if they're the only undefeated team after the bowl season is over at 14-0. They should be declared the national champs. They're thinking at least declaring themselves the national champs and raising a banner. And and my feeling is maybe there's something to this. Maybe it defeats the purpose of a playoff. But remember in the old days, the champion would be determined by the Associated Press voting or whatever it was, right? Maybe we should leave open that tweak. The idea being even after the playoff, there should be a vote. But that maybe that defeats the pl- the point of the of playoff. Of course I it guess. does. <laughs> what are you thinking, Jesse? But do they have a point? If they're the only undefeated team, as these other teams beat up on each other, I guess not. I guess not. I, I, I like this is why I've always been the fan of expanding, expanding it to which twelve or eight or yeah. what they're going to twelve, aren't they? Yes, that's yeah. how they're doing it. Yeah, like I've always been the fan of that. Like all the other people, well, that would take away from the importance of the games. No, it won't. Like, the importance of the games will be fine, and then and the, the playoffs will be great. I love it. What did you think at the time? Did you think they should have been in the in the semifinal? You know, in the playoff. Uh, is, Florida State. Uh, who's uh, the four? Who's the? Uh, so it's Al- Alabama, Michigan, right? Texas. It's Texas. Washington. Yeah, Washington. It, it, it's Texas that I don't like. Yeah, so Alabama, Alabama it was all goofy because Texas destroyed Alabama, right? Alabama was a controversial one. That was the one everyone was kind of upset about. I, I, they had... I'm not upset about Alabama. I like Alabama, Michigan. No, That's... I get it, but but the idea of this 13 and 0 team not being in the playoff. What was your right. original thought? But the quarterbacks it, hurt. That, that it's interesting, right? Right. They, 
should they have been in the playoff despite the quarterback going down. The committee predicting what would happen in the semifinals instead of rewarding right. what went on. What do you think? Um, I'm not, look, I'm not this big college football guru. I, I thought they deserved to be in. You win the games in front of you, and then the idea of maybe upsetting whoever with a backup quarterback was... I, I don't like the idea of style points. You know, all things being equal, style points... But all things weren't equal. They were the only undefeated team in that mix there of the one, you know, of the possibilities. So I think they should have gotten in. So I, my point is I get their argument. If we're the only undefeated team at 14-0 and and we beat Georgia, not some crappy second secondary team, we should be the champs. Central Florida tried to do something like that. And I think it actually did technically get officially recognized by the NCAA. But they went undefeated in a group of five. A conference and were kept out of the college football playoffs, so they just claimed their own national championship. How about print, this one? Up the shirts. The Vikings are going to start rookie quarterback Jaron Hall against the Packers. That's going to be their fourth change since Kirk Cousins tore his right Achilles mm. in Week Eight. He'll replace Nick Mullins, who replaced Josh Dobbs. Mullins went zero and two. The Vikings are seven and eight. They have a nineteen percent chance to clinch a postseason berth. I suppose that's a sign of a of a good coach, right? If you yep. have to cycle through quarterbacks and you're still in the playoff hunt he is in a good week coach. seventeen. So Jaron Hall, I it, don't even know where he came from. It, it, it's BYU. also okay, BYU. It, it's also a great um, endorsement for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I guess so. Isn't it like as isn't Kirk Cousins the biggest winner in all this? Yeah, probably. For, Josh Dobbs had a moment in time. Well, well, Nick Mullins was a mistake, so now it's Jaron Hall. Right. But, but then, Josh, like Josh Dobbs turned into Josh Dobbs. He's shown you why he's been on so many teams in so many years. And how about the Browns are the first NFL team to win a game with four different starters and make the postseason. That's pretty cool. Well, and how crazy is it uh, how, how well Flacco's played? Oh, my played. God. I've now never been thrown, his biggest fan. No, he's thrown some interceptions, but he's leading the offense. He's producing that win last week. Granted, without Stroud was pretty impressive to do it on the road. One thing to beat the Bears, but he beat a pretty good Texans team. Yeah, the the, the Bears should have shut the door on him. Is Stefanski your coach of the year? The Browns coach right now? I Probably. Probably. Again, the only NFL team in history to go to the postseason with four different quarterbacks winning games. What are what are the odds on Coach of the Year right now? Let me look at it really quick. I mean, Harbaugh's doing his thing. Shanahan's doing his thing. Uh, what's his name? And Philly's doing his thing. Like, yeah, I don't think... You know, McCarthy's been fine. Maybe McDaniel, right? McDaniels. Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel down in Miami would probably be... I don't, I don't think Mike McDaniel's getting it. Do right. you? So there you go. It looks like Dan Campbell is the favorite right now, plus 175. Him and, him and Stefanski are plus 175. I would give it to Stefanski. I know the Lions broke through, but they've been building something. Them winning this division is not a shock. But Dan Campbell does deserve credit for building, for doing all of that. But when you talk about four different quarterbacks to win a game and you go to the postseason in an in a era of football where the quarterback is so important, I'd give it to him. What do you think, Sylvie? You'd give it to Campbell. I can I tell. Don't think I, I don't think I'd give it to Dan Campbell. Okay. I mean, uh, but... And, I think and, and so, the NFC so, North isn't that good. I, I think he sold me on Stefanski. Yeah. Especially after all the money they gave to Watson. Yeah. And they're still going to make it. And he's probably... 10 and, 10 and 5. 10 and 5 with four different starters. And, including and, uh, a guy that was well, out on the beach three well, weeks ago. Did you mention their offensive line? Like, everyone talks about the Bears' offensive line. 
They played four backup offensive linemen against the Bears. They lost Nick Chubb, like, second week of the season, too. Yeah. All right, moving on. SmileDirectClub.com, I guess, or whatever it is. I don't know. SmileDirectClub is shutting down. I don't know what that is, but our guy Charlie is a member. Is a, is a subscriber. Right. Tell so us what that is. Do you know what, like, Invisalign is and those aligners you can get by mail that fix your teeth instead like of the braces? Fake braces, yeah. Yeah, so I had these in, like, two or three years ago from Smile Direct Club. I don't really think they fixed my teeth all that much. Well, that's I don't think they made them awesome. And well, that's which is why they're why shutting they down, bankrupt. probably. Now, the problem is I have... They send you retainers at the end of it, and I'm due to get new retainers soon, but this freaking company shut down, so I don't know how I'm going to get new retainers. It says that it's leaving existing customers in limbo. Smile Direct Club's aligner treatment through its uh, telehealth platform is no longer available, the Nashville, Tennessee company said, while urging consumers to consult their local dentists for further treatment. Charlie, you just better go to your dentist. Go to your dentist. Plus dentist. So yeah. did you, are you saying you lost money on this, Charlie? No, well, so... Okay. It, uh, you would put in a new aligner like every week or every couple weeks, and then it would, yeah, it would kind of shove your teeth over. But I don't think it got the. Re- I don't think I got the results that uh, I was promised. Why didn't you go with braces? My parents never got me braces for whatever reason when I was a kid. They always said like, "Ah, you're fine. That's fine." I hated braces. My daughter has them. She's not thrilled. There was nothing worse than braces when I was a kid. When they would tighten them. They'd go in, you'd go in for, I don't know if the technology is still the same. But no, they, they still have pretty to similar. Similar. Pretty similar. Similar. Yeah. It is still the same. Oh, it's the worst. And they had the tightening. Yeah. And, then, and then sometimes the um, the the metal would uh, scrape against your cheek and you would mm-hmm. have to put wax on it. Or them. when you get a loose wire and then it's uh-huh. up and it pokes you. That's what I'm saying. And you'd have to put the wax on the wire. Yeah, yep, exactly. Honestly, the consolation prize for my daughter for having to do that every few months is she she may, or mom makes the appointment during school. So she gets to come right. out of school, go there. I take her to Starbucks. At least there's something positive in that terrible experience. All right, I'm going to kind of pivot off of this headline. Pizza topped with a 1,001 varieties of cheese baked in France. A pair of French pizza chefs teamed up with a cheesemaker and a YouTube star to create a pizza featuring 1,001 different types of cheese. When I first read this, I thought it was going to, I thought it said 1,001 different toppings, and I no, thought that was no. going to be interesting. Different cheeses doesn't interest me. Just give me, give me a mozzarella cheese. Yeah. What I, I didn't know there were that many cheeses. What I wanted to ask you sure. was if there were 1,001 different toppings, which would be the one or two you refuse to have on your pizza? Because I got... I, 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 on a work trip, we ordered pizza once, and I got destroyed for ordering this topping. Pineapple. Exactly. I would do yeah. pineapple, and they you destroy know, I, me. Yeah, I don't need fruit. I don't need fruit on the pizza. I like it. The mixture. You like it? Yeah, the hot and the cold kind of thing on there. Cold piece of pineapple. Yeah, I'm a pineapple I, I, on the pizza guy. I like pineapple. I don't... I, I, I mean... It, it's not like I, I rage against it, but I never order that on my pizza. There aren't many vegetables I love on my pizza. I like mushroom. Not a mushroom guy. I'm a guy. mushroom guy. I love mushroom. I'm, I love mushroom. I'm more of a, a meat guy. Pepperoni, sausage. Bet you are. Sausage, yeah. onion, pepper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I don't need a, a pepper I like. A I, I pepper I like. But I am a pineapple guy. I got destroyed. What's number one? Uh, What do you mean? Like, what's your number one topic? Oh, oh Sausage. 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 I like the crispy pepperoni. You get the good crispy pepperoni. Sausage over pepperoni. Sausage over pepperoni, yes. Um, But I do like uh, peppers, green peppers. 
Maryland man receives 30,000 lottery ticket for Christmas. A Maryland man received a scratch-off lottery ticket as a Christmas stocking stuffer. Ended up winning a $30,000 prize. The Thurmont man told Maryland lottery officials he and his best friend have a Christmas tradition of giving each other scratch-off tickets. We've been buying each other scratch-off tickets as gifts for years. We always get a winner or two, but nothing like this. Sylvia, you were nice enough to give me a nice gift card for Christmas, you and Waddle. I appreciate that. $30,000 scratch-off ticket, you know. Well, I mean, I he appreciate well, the lettuce entertainment. Well, 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 would you rather us? Okay, well, you, you tell me. Look, we would can you rather in an hour? Well, <laughs> would you rather us get you the set gift card, right, for lettuce, right, or would you rather us get you a five dollars scratch off ticket that could be worth thirty thousand dollars? What time is Would You Rather? Let's absolutely. I will answer that question okay. during Would You Rather. Would you rather the scratch? It's almost like the Fields Caleb Williams. Would you rather roll the dice that Caleb Williams is better or stick with what you got? I guess if I'm going to be consistent, I would stick with the lettuce entertainment. There you go. Which I very much appreciate from you and the man. Uh, world's And the man. And the man. Well, Waddle's the man. World's largest Rubik's Cube built in Dubai. Dubai Knowledge Park celebrated its 20th anniversary by creating the world's largest Rubik's Cube. Were you ever any good at those? No, I was terrible. I you do man. one I'm not, side. I'm not very bright. You have one, one side. Well, when you go to the directional schools that you and I went to, yeah, it's, it's like, you know. I took, no. off, took off the stickers one time <laughs> and got it that way. <laughs> I, I took a screwdriver and I tried to... to to do it that way. To this day, those guys that can do it in like 30 oh, seconds. it's stupid. It's insane. It's crazy stupid. We Meller, you know, Meller's son's good at this. Oh, really? Yes. He's one of those guys. He buys, uh, I think there's, um, he's talked about uh, the uh, lubricant, I think. What, there, for the Rubik's Cube? Rubik's Cube <laughs> lubricant, I think. I didn't know there was it. Yes. <laughs> His dad buys it for something. Else. All right, we have to break. Uh, we'll continue with phone calls. Waddles, what are we doing, Silva? You're in charge. Well, what here. do we got? Do we have uh, Florida or Ohio or not today? No, I, got, I got one more dentistry story to, to give Jesse. Okay. There's more dentist stuff? How oh, many oh, dentistry yeah. stories? Come A on. Nightmare dentistry story. All right, we'll do that after this. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you, making it bearable. Never mind. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. All right. uh, One thing I should add, too, before this dentistry story (laughs) is congratulations to Devin Hester, who is a Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist. He's one of the 15 finalists. I believe they still announced that the week of the Super Bowl. He better get in this week, this, this year, too. And Mongo was, like, as we expected, a senior finalist. And, and that needs to be confirmed, too, um, for him to go in, which we expect him to go in. But hopefully this will be like a Bears takeover in Canton. And who knows? Maybe they'll even play in the Hall of Fame I game. think Julius Peppers was uh, a was. finalist as well, so a few Bears. I think Julius Peppers and do you count Jared Allen as a Bear? No, why not? He was, what, for one year? Was he a Bear one year or two? I think he was two years, and then didn't he also get traded to Carolina? There was a weird, like, Bears pass rush to the Panthers kind of deal. Hmm. Like, he, I remember when Peppers went to the Packers, Jared Allen was his replacement. I'm a big fan of, of the specialty positions getting in. If you're the best at your job, one of the best in the history of the sport, 
at kicking, kick returning. I think you deserve a place. Like every position or role deserves a place. Well, I know that Yurko doesn't necessarily believe that, and other people don't believe in kickers and... But I think if you're the best at that job, you deserve a place. He'll say, well, are, are there any long snappers in? That's what he'll say. I mean, maybe there should be. I, I don't know. I, I understand. But long snapper isn't that interesting. You're taking, you know, kickoffs to the house. That's deserving of some praise. A guy that's long you know, like it's not that special. I don't think the Bears go to the Super Bowl in 2006 without yeah. Devin Hester. Yeah. Devin Hester was... He set them up, not only, not just his returns for touchdowns, keep that in mind, but just the way the other team had the game plan for him with the punts, kicking it out of bounds, how many yards it saved because of the way they had to scheme against him. I, I like I, it, it meant the world uh, to that offense. I think it, they gained extra yardage. Just because they had to scheme him out of the game. No doubt. No doubt. And we're remembering Jeff Dickerson today because he passed away two years ago today. We're going to talk to Waddle about it at five. But Jeff always was very, uh, reminds me of the story that one day I was filling in to, for him, I think, covering the Bears. And I went up. Remember when Hester complained about not getting the ball as a receiver? I did that interview. Like, oh, really? I got that audio or something. And Jeff always got a kick out of that. Though my one day, I just say, hey, Devin, you think you're getting the ball enough? And he, like, kind of went off oh, a little did bit. did he go off? Yeah, and, and Jeff was always reminding me of that. He's like, you did a great job that one day. Remember when Hester went off? You know, him and Cuddy didn't get along. But for to Cuddy's credit, I know Hester, I think, recently ripped Cuddy. But to Cuddy's credit, all the years of the Cuddy show, he never, never ripped Hester as the number one receiver. Yeah, you're right. Like, I give him credit for that. You know? Um, uh, what was the dentistry story? All right, I got to hear real quick. A Minnesota woman has filed a malpractice lawsuit claiming she was left disfigured after Eden Prairie dentist performed more than 30 procedures during a single appointment. They said she did, uh, they did eight crowns, four root canals, and 20 fillings in a single visit in July 2020. That would have taken hours. I don't know how long she was in the chair. But uh, a five says over five to six hour period that included all sorts of anesthesia. What, what was this guy doing? Or, or this, yeah, right, exactly. What, what, what was going on? So uh, she sued the, the uh, dentist and his his dentistry practice. What did they say? What like what did the um, dentist say? They were. Uh, uh, he said he won't comment on litigation. Yeah, I'm trying to find the reason for it. he won't comment on litigation. I say a tooth for a tooth, like the eye for the eye. <laughs> yes. Tooth for a tooth. <laughs> It's so funny. This can't, I, we've had two dentist stories, and I actually, my the, I had a root canal. My left side here has been hurting lately. Ooh. Can can root canals go bad, right, eventually after I, years? I don't know. I've I would, knock I'm, on wood. I'm hoping I mean, not. I'm hoping I just bit on something. But the last week, I felt a little something on my left side where I had a root canal. So is there a making dentist, me nervous. Is there a dentist listening? Um, it, it could a root canal. That where you had the root canal. Yeah, that's where I had the root canal. Could the root canal go back? Like I'm feeling like when I drink a cold glass of water, I kind of feel it. You know that feeling? I'm like, oh shoot. So I don't know. When was the last time you went to the dentist? It has been a while. Well, I mean, it has every been a while. six months. I know. And you know how things wow. go now. Well, these appointment appointments with doctors and dentists, you have to make six months out. It feels like yes, well, way in advance, way in advance. I so make I, it after every one of my appointments. Well, so well, I guess maybe I didn't do you that. You get the postcard in the mail, so, right? And I that was when you were a kid. I don't think I get the postcard I, I anymore. Do. I still you get do. the text, maybe. 
But anyway, I had to cancel my last one. And I, to reschedule, it was like six months later. Mm. And so I haven't had one in at least a year. And that's well, a problem. You got, that's I know. you. I know. That's bad. I agree. That, that's why. Well, try covering a sport that has 162 games. Your little 17 extra uh, weeks. You're barely you're working over covering baseball now? You're blaming yes. your tooth problem on yes. covering the Cubs? Yes. Even though I don't travel as much anymore, and I could go to the dentist any morning. Wait, wait till I talk to Jed about this. I'm still complaining. Wait, wait till we have Jed on the next time, and I'm going to play that audio. I, Charlie, make that up. <laughs> make sure we cut that up and put that in the system. Jed would I'm agree with play, me. He's, oh, been co- really? he's been working I in this sport Jed forever. I takes care of his teeth. He's not doing anything uh, else I these days. I bet baseball's caused him to miss an appointment or two over the mm, years. He's not he's signing anybody. No, he's he's, probably he's getting all his appointments out of the way now. Yeah. <laughs> all right, coming up next, Robert Mays, uh, a Bears fan and an NFL insider joins us coming up next.